I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has ruled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Is on third. You know the guy's I'll... names on the baseball team? Yes. Well, go ahead. Who's on first? Yes. I mean the guy's name. Who? The guy playing first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first base. <laughs> Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I don't know. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast where Frank, unapologetic and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Thad Helsley, and I'm joined by my co-host and t-shirt gun inventor, Cassia, via Skype, and our brilliant AI engine, Bernice. You're not fooling anyone with your patronizing compliments, Mr. Halkley. And we are recording just minutes before the opening of the 2019 World Series! <laughs> so, Cassia, uh, where will you be watching the game tonight? Um, in my apartment. Okay. Will you be beveraging? Um, I haven't really thought about it yet. Okay, okay. Uh, Bernice, what about you? I used to prefer Courvoisier Cognac, 21 years aged, but since marijuana became legal in the District of Columbia, I've become a pothead. I have to be dealing with you idiots. Right to get off. Uh, let's not beat around the bush uh, here, Acacia. It doesn't seem uh, to matter how many times the Nationals win in this postseason. We are always picked to lose by both the professional gambling oddsetters and the so-called sports journalism community. They said we would lose the wild card game, and then we won. They said we would lose against the Dodgers in the NLDS. In fact, we actually said we'd lose too, but we won. And they said we would lose against the Cardinals in the NLCS. No effing way we would win. And just to spite everyone, they swept the bastards in four games. But still, still... Everyone on planet Earth is picking us to lose this series in five games, six tops. What do you think? Um, it's a great baseball movie story setup. It is. Right? It is. You have to have all the odds against you. Yep, yep, yep. In order to come in and have your big moment at the end. Um, I have no idea. If you're asking me to predict whether we're going to win or not, I genuinely have no idea. I'm what actually to not asking you to predict yet because, I, you know, like you said last time in our last pod, we just don't know enough. It's just uh, what, I'm, what I'm commenting upon is the fact that despite our proven track record of defying odds, winning games, not giving up, even coming down, back from way behind in certain games none of these guys seem to think that we can do it um i don't know i haven't been following i don't read sports as you said the so-called sports journalism yep the sports fake news um (laughs) i I care about my sanity (laughs) i can't listen to sports radio i can't do it um And I, so, I mean, I don't pay attention to betting odds ever. 
like I think of that as like a weird little islander British thing, not even like something Americans care about, except for during the Kentucky Derby or something. Well, you remember we uh, we covered the Supreme Court allowed the existence of sports gambling betting parlors last year in a in a critical decision. We covered that like months ago, and so now like twenty eight states have it. So now you've got all these places where people are betting and. Uh, I mean, they don't just bet on baseball. Obviously, they bet on everything, and we're just one of them. And uh, they set the odds, you know, the the bets people place. It's a marketplace. I know, I know, but I I never pay attention to to any betting. You know, I don't know how often it's correct. I'm I assuming it's not often correct. Well, it um, wasn't. That was my point. They were wrong on everything so far in the post they were wrong I know, about I know, the but why, why do you keep paying attention just don't pay attention to it Who well cares? i don't know because i'm frustrated that they're not giving us a break for defying the odds three previous times very significantly we're not getting any like the data scientists are saying oh well okay they defied the odds i mean it seems to me in the formula you'd say well they broke they beat the odds three times. Wild card, NLDS, NLCS. The odds are made up. The odds are made up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you want, if you want to do science, then go do science. If you want to watch sports, then watch sports. I don't think you should try to do both at the same fucking time. <laughs> well, you can't deny the Astros are a very good team. I mean, they won the World Series in 2017. I don't know anything about the Well, Astros. I'm just telling you, they really won the series in 2017, and they barely missed getting into the World Series last year. The Red Sox went on to win the series itself. So, yeah, they're good. There's no question they're good. Um, and, and maybe better than us. But, I mean, I don't know if they want it as bad as we do. And that's got to be mean something. Well, this is... No, I don't think it does. That sounds no. like... That's a very... Just... American Little League. We want it more. Yes. No. The winner, the person who wants it more doesn't get it. You're saying it's it's it's, it's, it's rocky it's optimism, random. fake optimism. I don't know if it's fake optimism. It's just very trite. Trite. Oh, what a what a wonderful word. But I mean, tonight. Let's okay. Let's take for tonight for example. So their starting pitcher is Garrett Cole. He's their Max Scherzer style ace and he's won every single game he started since May 22nd consecutively 19 games so uh, some of our guys have better like numbers in terms of strikeouts and and um and, and various things like that but you know they lost games because the bull they would get a nice lead and the bullpen would give it up and uh, you know, and that that affected their their overall numbers. But I mean, this guy's not you know you can't fuck with him. So we're gonna have our hands full tonight. Yeah, well, it could be a very low scoring game, mm-hmm. um, or someone you know the pitching could totally disintegrate as we've seen happen repeatedly. Some of the best players are doing some of the worst numbers, uh, the best pitchers, and then some some. More like mid-tier pitchers have have done amazing. Uh, the postseason throw, t- is a toss-up; throws everything up in the air. No, it is. Um, Anything can happen. So that's what's exciting about it. Yeah, that's yeah. what's good about it. But it is seven games, so it's not like the wild card. It's not even like the NLDS because seven Hopefully games. Hopefully, 
games. Hopefully it won't be. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I hope that we get an early lead because our pitching staff can't handle seven games. <laughs> that that was going to be one of my questions to you is what are we going to do? Because when we were facing seven games in the NLCS, we managed to sweep them by four. We never really had to face the reality of now what do we do in game five, right? Because we, you know, we had some good starting pitchers. We had, you know, uh, Schurz and Strauss and Corbin and uh, Sanchez. And then what were we going to do for game five? Thank God we didn't go to game five. Um, what are we going to do now? Yeah. Because everybody's saying, I mean, there's just, I mean, it's just not reasonable for us to expect that we're going to sweep these guys, as as we've just previously discussed. So we're probably, you know, uh, the most optimistic projections for us would be seven games. What are we going to do? do well, know? it doesn't have to be seven. It could be five. It could be six. Um, I mean, no, we have. I mean, the team has to be trying to get an early lead. That's obvious because. So yeah, you're saying it's all about it. offense. We only, we only got through. We only got through. I'm not saying that's the only way we could win, but that would certainly be the path of least resistance. Yeah. yeah. Because if the last series, I mean, they they own our pitching staff was on crutches. I mean, they they had to bring in Strauss and Scherzer as relievers. They bring in Doolittle, like in the eighth. You know, we're not like Sanchez. Is that the name of the guy? Yeah, yeah. He's been doing great. He's been doing great. Yeah, but he he went like what eight innings or something. He did. Yeah, he usually only he goes five. Than you would expect to go exactly. Yeah. So like you can't I, you can't expect that to happen again because that was just a lucky break. Yeah, but um, I mean, this is it. Yeah. I mean, there's no other games to play. There's seven games. So I mean, it's like if you throw your arm out and you have to be in the hospital for the next six months. Too bad, man. This is it. <laughs> this is it. I know, I know. But if your arm is thrown out, you're not going to throw strikes. Yeah, yeah. So you you have to you have to have it, you know, for that period of time in that moment. Just Forget don't bring tomorrow. in swearos, please. Don't bring in swearos. Good old Wander Swero. <laughs> I really, yeah. I Just a bit outside. Okay. Oh dear. Yeah, I don't I don't know why we still have some of these guys. I don't know. Let's bring back Trevor. Maybe he can, you know, kill another kid in the stands. Okay. So Leave Trevor alone. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trevor. I didn't mean to mess up with you. So uh, the other thing I thought we could talk about in advance of the start of this game because it it is relevant uh in this case is the 46-year-old controversy over the designated oh hitter rule. Bernice, can you quickly explain the dilemma to our listeners? Certainly. Major League Baseball consists of the American and National Leagues. One difference between them is the designated hitter rule, adopted by the American League in 1973. The rule allows teams to have one DH player to bat in place of the pitcher. The National League refused to adopt this rule, believing it unfair. In the NL, a pitcher must take his turn at bat with all then other players. When a pitcher leaves a game permanently, he may have a pinch hitter take his place in the order. I have a question. Yeah. We're in the National League. Correct. So that's why... And the other team isn't... No, let me talk. Sorry. They're in the American League. Yes. So we can have a designated hitter for this game tonight. Right. So when you have an interleague... Uh, but, but, but wait. No, I get it. But if they come to D.C., is there a designated hitter? No, 
That's okay. what I was trying to yeah. tell you is that the home okay. field I rules. I know this. I know this. Okay. I know all the shit. I got it. You got it. Okay. Do you have an opinion on this? It's, you know, because they, they will not come to a universal decision on what is good or not. The thing is, it obviously gives them, the American League, a clear advantage. Every single year, they have a betting, better batting average league-wide than we do because every ninth guy has a great hitter in their hitting for them, and they don't have to take them out. With us, the only time we can put in a pinch hitter is when the pitcher is leaving the game permanently. So we have to sit through Max or Schurz or Corbin or whoever not hitting. And um, only when they are taken out of the game can we put in like Michael Taylor or, you know, Kendrick or somebody like that. So it, it, you know, it is an advantage for them now. Now it isn't like you just said in this interleague thing because, because we get to do it their way when we're on, in their stadium and they have to do it our way in our stadium. But still, it's just kind of a bizarre thing that these guys can't figure this out in 46 years. Okay, so the, you call it a controversy? Yeah. This is one of those baseball things that I have no tolerance for. <laughs> of many? This, these fake little, oh my God, the designated hitter. What a, what a disaster. You know, every time you watch a Nats game where we're playing someone in – the American League which in is, their which is rare. Field. We only play a few guys during the regular season in the American League. Sure, sure. All of the common the commentary at sports people are like, "Oh, it's so terrible. Oh, it's so dangerous, you know, especially when these pitchers have to play, you know, these I mean these pitchers have to hit and they're not used to hitting. It's so dangerous they can really injure themselves, you know, holding a fucking bat for two minutes. <laughs> well, I, there's I that and then they just don't hit. And so we always get shittier we always get shittier uh numbers because one out of no, there's only I, nine guys I, in the batting it's order. True. It's more true to the origin of the game that the pitcher has to hit. Everyone in the team has to go through and get their chance to hit. Okay, you know that saying? that is the and, National and League philosophy. I know, I know it is, yeah. and it's. I think it's a good argument. Okay. Um, yeah, that's they're kind, kind of, of cheating. They're basically saying that okay, we know our pitcher sucks. We know we can't hit. So we're going to put in the best bench guy we have every time the pitcher is supposed to hit. And he's going to hit instead. Right. And and baseball and baseball is a game that people play. All people that aren't professionals play all across the country and all around the world. So it's not reasonable, like to have an someone who's just great at one thing. Like they're just an amazing pitcher and they can throw a hundred miles per hour a hundred times in an hour. That's not what baseball is. Like, it's just a group of people with positions trying to get a hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes sense to have a, a group of people, and they all have to go through the fucking batting order. That's just what it is. Exactly. I mean, that's what makes it the I, most democratic know, game. Really, everybody I'm, has to go up, and they can be a hero or a goat, but everybody goes up in order, except in the American League, where the pitcher gets a pass. I it. I understand why they do it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. It doesn't. 
I don't. I literally think they just do it. They got paid by some like sports radio person who was like, "Well, we need some you know bullshit topic to discuss." Every time someone from the National League plays someone in the American League. So let's just do this different thing just to piss people off and give a, give them a reason to okay, call you us. You may think and it's so bullshit. It may be bullshit to you. You may uh, People out there, oh my God, this this whole game I, has oh, started I know, this. I know a million out there, people out there are fighting. People come to blows over this. It's a, it's a, you know, this is Protestant That's versus Catholic. This is Muslim versus Christian. <laughs> These are crazy people. Oh, Jesus. It is a philosophical difference. I, maybe it is, whatever. I still think that's a dumb way of looking at it. You're saying that the National League is pure. Uh, more pure, yeah. And the American League is, is cheating. Um, I don't know if the word is cheating. It's, it's, it's an artificial advantage, not asking, you know, every other position player. You know, it might be... You know, what if Anthony Rendon was the best third baseman in the world, but he was a shitty hitter? You know, that's not the case. He's a great hitter and a great third baseman. But what if he was a shitty hitter? You know, and then they said, oh, you know what? Doesn't matter. You know, we can get in a guy who's just a good hitter, can't do anything in the field, but he, but he's going to go and he's going to stand in for Tony every time he has to hit. Isn't that, that's not the, the notion no, of the game. It, it's not really that different. Because, um, except like for instance, Max Scherzer is pitching tonight. Yeah, but he'll have a designated hitter because he's pitching he'll have in their a part. Hitter. Yeah, and, but I know because Max Scherzer is like probably the most ego-driven, crazy player on the team. He's going to go um, out there and he, strangle the designated hitter and take the bat himself and hit it. Yeah, he, he really likes to hit. He yeah. he wants to be a, known as a pitcher who can hit the two. And our guys um, are, you know, he, are an exception. Max and, and both Max and Strauss have hit HRs and they get on base and they do sacrifice bumps. I know, but, but Strauss doesn't really try that hard a lot of the time. Like I've definitely, he he's just kind of holding the bat a lot of time. You can He's not really trying to hit He anything. does a lot of those bunts. I mean, Max is Max is I've a crazy man. We know, we know Max is insane. Swinging. We know Max is yeah, insane. Yeah, Max is insane. Yeah. Ma- Max is like straight jacket. Strauss crazy. is a regular human, sort of. Well, I I wonder if Max will just be like, "Fuck the designated hitting, I'm gonna do it." Um, Has he- yeah, before? we'll see. I think Davey is like, "Oh my God, I'm putting Kendrick in," but <laughs> you know, just to you know, because you're I'm not gonna take any chances, you know, given that. Well, up. also, it's like, who is our who's our designated hitter gonna be? Well, I don't know. They I don't think they've announced it. Well, they may have. I haven't seen it yet. I, they probably wait because, till the last second. You know, they have to turn it into the umpires like 30 minutes before the game starts. So I don't know if it's been announced. Okay, so that's like seven minutes from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. No, you know it's going to be one of those. It's probably going to be Kendrick, right? They're not going to have him in the on second base. They'll just have him be the designated hitter for Max you know, because he can get HRs. I'm not trying to make predictions. I'm just saying I think it's a stupid thing that doesn't even need to be really talked about. Most of the pitchers aren't actually trying. They're still acting like as if they're in – the American League, which is they're just sitting it out, basically. They're there, but they're not there. Well, that's so, the thing. It's just sort of a, like it's so accepted to be a shitty hitter, they don't even try, like you're saying. That's what I mean. They don't even try. Yeah. They go to batting it practice. It's like, it eh, that way. Eh. I don't think it works that way in, in baseball um, at the at like when kids play. 
I think everyone's trying to get ahead. Oh, absolutely. Because the pitchers aren't good at pitching, probably. I mean, when I was in, in adult softball, the pitcher always had to hit. Um, I, You know, when I was in Little League, the pitcher always had to hit. There was none of these designated hitter things. Um, there was the uh, pinch hitter thing when you took the pitcher out. That existed. That makes sense. You know, if you're going to take the guy out permanently, it's okay to put in a pinch hitter. Yeah, I mean, pinch hitting is different. Yeah. But um, anyways, anyway, I just want to bring it up because Look, like, this has sparked the controversy. Okay, I agree with you. I prefer the American, I mean, the National League way of doing it. It's hard mm-hmm. to say American and national because they're just like two fucking words. I mean, the same thing. I hate the names of our leagues. Well, Can we have two words that are like more distinguishable? It's so weird. That's a bigger issue for me. Because Change these used the to be totally separate companies. And then, you know, just and football was the same way. The uh, the NFC and the AFC, two different leagues, totally separate companies. Right. They had their own things going on. They never would get together. See, this is another thing I don't care about yeah. sports history. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do. When I was you in when I was in high school. Okay. When I was in high school, we had to take Scantron tests. What what does Scantron um, mean? I'm sorry, I'm I'm ignorant. Oh, oh, like they're those things that are like little bubbles that you have to fill in. Isn't that what all the SATs run- are? Isn't there little bubbles with a yeah, number two Scantron. pencil? That's Scantron. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's Scantron. You have to take a formal test on like who invented the frisbee and shit like that and i'm like you know this is why for gym class you mean or for not in the act no 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 for gym class oh for gym class okay all right well yeah that's a total waste of life it is it's pretty stupid i i permanently despise sports history for that reason because of the frisbee question, I was forced to answer it. Age eight. I didn't know and better the frisbee. Well, let's watch the game and hope for the best. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? No, not really. I really just can't believe that it's actually happening. I know it is. It is. Does seem there's, a, there's an air of unreality about this entire thing. I feel like I'm. It doesn't feel real. Dream. No, no, because it doesn't even seem like it could have been possible. But that we um, could go the World Series. Yeah, exactly. With Especially the way things have been going. And this city. <laughs> it is very weird, and the fact that we were—I mean, so you got to say, out of the 15 years they've been playing, this is the most crazy year in all 15. So. Well, um, it's we've never got this far for one thing, and we certainly never went from this far back to coming up this far. So, and and the fact that we decided to do a podcast this year and we captured this, you know, we've been able to every step of the way um, capture this. And when anybody goes back, when when the aliens uncover this archaeologically a million years from now, they go, oh, wow, 2019. Why shouldn't look at this podcast? It'll be the Rosetta Stone of American civilization. This portion of the episode was recorded the evening before Game 3, which will take place in Washington. Despite predictions, the Nationals have won both of the first two games. The first game 5-4. The second 12-3. The Nats need to win only two more games out of the next four in order to win the World Series. Here we are, Cassie and Bernice, after an amazing two games. 
Cassia, do you have any reactions to these unexpected wins? I, I mean, that's a big question. Obviously, I'm happy. I am surprised. Well, you want me to throw in some of my thoughts? Sure, go ahead. Well, you know, I thought game one was more like what I think we both expected. What I think everybody expected. You know, a hard-fought, close game that came down to the final ninth inning, right? It was 5-4, whatever. But game two was astonishing. You know, we win 12-3. to I mean, you could fairly say we took the Astros to the woodshed. You know, which no one would expect with with Justin Verlander pitching a Cy Young Award winner and probably one of the three best pitchers in all of baseball. I mean, this was one of the first games. This is the only first game he lost since middle of May. Well, only because of what happened late in the game. Most of the game we were tied. Yeah, yeah. I think Verlander only Verlander No, it was the seventh inning up. where everything went to shit for him, yeah. So, yeah, there was a rally in that inning, and then we went through the whole lineup. So, yeah, I mean, the Nats have the momentum, obviously. Yeah, I mean, if you just watch the watch the games, they're, they're very happy to be there. They seem happy to be playing, happy to be together. They have a lot of confidence, whereas the other team is more just, like, doing business. And now they, they have this huge deficit to overcome they're two games behind and they lost in their home stadium i know i know and now they're going to come here and they're going to be facing um even though there's only forty-two thousand seats they've sold so many standing room only they're going to be facing fifty thousand people which is probably not what they expected yeah i think if you had if like before we saw these first two games if this situation had been posed we would not have believed it it's just it's pretty crazy it is pretty crazy it's it is pretty crazy and the um you know we we had talked about the um the uh, the watch games they held in the stadium which were free which were free. You still had to go online and get a ticket. But it was just so weird that almost as many people who would show up for a game, a live game, during the regular season, <laughs> went to a watch game for two games. And all they did was watch TV. I did want to talk about the home plate umpire for game two. Looked it up. His yeah, name he is- sucked. Yeah, yeah. His name is Doug Eddings. He received, after last night, universal criticism on Twitter, on radio call-in shows today, and uh, the sports media for the way he called that game. And uh, I remember it was just even the first inning last night I received a text from you that said, this ump is making shit calls. And I was yeah, like editing our podcast at the same time, so I wasn't paying c- complete attention. But I mean, you were on it. <laughs> well, I don't know if he was he was dirty. It seemed like he made bad calls that were bad for both pitchers. Well, that that could be the case. He's never been in World Series before, but he's been in a, a ton of ALDS wild cards and a few CLS. Although he has received a lot of criticism. 
historically over 20 years, Doug Eddings has called a wider pitch zone than all other umps in his peer group, which would favor the pitchers, right? But suddenly on this game, Mm -hmm. for some reason, his strike zone inexplicably became as narrow as the Empire State Building. And that's what you guys were saying, right? (laughs) So it's like everything was a ball. It was like, oh my God, that's right down the center. It's a ball! (laughs) I mean, it wasn't quite that bad but it was just things that were like kind of on the edge and then and then Strauss yeah I mean I I know what you're gonna say Strauss made a face he did more than a face he yelled at him in the sixth inning remember when he was like they were like Davey was like making him do that sixth inning and you could tell he was suffering because he was like at, at a 112 pitches more than he's ever done in his life in one game yeah. and it was only six innings because that was their strategy was to kind of uh, burn us. They did the same thing to Max. They did the same thing to him is to, because they don't chase pitches. So all those change-ups and, and everything else, they, they just don't swing at them. If they're not right in the center of the strike zone, they don't. So there's just tons and tons of balls. The pitch count goes up, and that was their strategy to get rid of our starters and it was sort of working. It certainly worked for sure. It only lasted five. Um, Strauss lasted six, but he was hurting. And he yelled. He yelled from the mound at the pitcher. And I was like, or not the pitcher, the ump. And I was like, oh, my God. He's going to throw him out. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. And actually, the and he was yelling right in that last. He was like between uh, out two and three called a third strike in that last at bat. So Dross got what he wanted. I don't know. I think there's there's a range of reactions that are allowed. Well, they are. Um, but, I mean, they have a ton of discretion. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Just like this whole pitch zone thing. Like, it says... Yeah, I, mean, I don't... I mean, I, go ahead. I don't think the game... I don't think the game went drastically different because of the umpire... Uh, cause again, Verlander definitely the same thing was happening to both pitches. I don't think it was a dirty situation so much as it was like, this guy should retire. He's just too old and he did. He couldn't handle He's it. Only he 51. seemed like he was <laughs> He's only 51 years old. He looked old. about a hundred. Does he? Well, I mean, he he's fat. Old, he's not. He needs- he's not looking good. He's not taking care of he- himself. Well, I looked him up. I don't know what was going on. Even though they keep putting him in the teams that are doing postseason, he's got a history of some very, um, very dramatic criticisms from. You're right. Both teams that he's calling. You know, when you're the first base ump, you know, and you're just calling like whether a guy's safe or not. You know, nobody really cares about that guy. You never hear about that guy. But when you're the home plate ump, you know, and you and you play the whole game, you don't get a relief. You know, you do the whole freaking 9 to 15 or 18 innings. It's all you, baby. And you're on the you're on the TV the entire time. So, and there's pitch cast. Remember when we did the whole episode about pitch cast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where they have these robots. It's weird on these playoffs, you know, the first, the NLDS and the uh, NLCS were WTBS, no pitch cast. 
Now we're in Fox owns the World Series, which they negotiated for, blah, blah, blah. New pitch cast. In Masson, our own um, locally broadcast Mid-Atlantic Sports Network, we have a pitch cast all the time. And the thing is, pitch cast is owned by the MLB. But but they'll sponsor it. They'll <laughs> say, pitch cast, sponsored by Lexus. <laughs> so when the guy throws, when the guy does a bad call, they'll play it back, and if he'll say, "Oh my God, that ball was a hundred miles away from the pitch, from the strike zone," and he called it a strike or whatever, you know, and it's just like, but it, they don't overrule it. It's still up to the ump, even though you know they've been experimenting with this, especially in the minor leagues. But now, like in the World Series, they're giving these guys these earbuds, these like Bluetooth things, just like you would use to talk on a cell phone, and the computer will tell him it's in or out. Now he can ignore it; the no one will overrule it, but at least he gets the feedback. But obviously, he was ignoring it in this game. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, there was something going on there. I don't think it swayed the game. It just pro- it just made them have to pitch more. It worked both pitchers harder, I think. Okay, you don't think he's you don't think he's a dirty ump. No, I said from the beginning I don't think he's dirty. If he was dirty, why did he do it to both teams? It would it's irrational. Now uh, we got this one day break, but then uh, tomorrow will be Juan Soto's 21st birthday. Play the music, please. Oh, please don't make me talk about this. (laughs) Well, all I wanted to ask was, do you think he will celebrate with an adult beverage, a kale smoothie, or a milkshake? Never do it. I don't give it. I don't give a shit. He can drink or not drink, whatever. I'm so sick of hearing about Juan Soto's fucking birthday. They've been talking about it for months. Sanchez has been announced to start game three, which is a bit unusual since... um, he would not normally be third in line to be a starter pitcher. But because they use Corbin for a single inning in game one, I guess you tell yeah. me otherwise, they felt it was too early to use him. Yeah, that that was my assumption, was that because they brought Corbin in as a reliever, they went for Sanchez. And also because Sanchez did so well in his last outing, yeah, he went eight innings, I mean, even though he historically has been going like only five or something. But he went a full eight last time he was up. I don't know. I think it was the NLDS. I mean, he did better as in going longer than Max or Strauss did yeah. in the last two games. Yeah. If he goes eight again. But what if he goes only five, which historically is how far he goes? Then what do right. we do? Rodney? I don't know. Ah! I don't think we expect we're just going to uh, um, cakewalk through this thing, right? The next two games. I think there's going to be a fight, don't you think? Yeah, thing- there'll, be, there'll be a fight, of course, of course. But I don't know. I, mean, I think Davey and them, they're preparing for multiple outcomes. I mean, I have to say, I thought Davey managed the last game really, really well. That's a big the- admission on your part, given how 
even in our last podcast, you called him an idiot. So <laughs> our idiot manager. <laughs> so, <laughs> he did. He did well. He did well. No, like I said, I just felt yes. like he was on. He was in front of things as opposed to behind them, which is how he seemed to be for most of the season. It was like someone came out. Okay, we do the intentional walk. Okay, we're bringing Rainy in to like let him adjust to the situation. Um, There weren't these like head scratching lengths of time between pitching decisions being made. Right. You know, every every, this is the this is it. This is what everyone plays for. It's the World Series. So I think that they have a lot of they have a game plan. Probably they're like they probably have thought about it. If 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 Sanchez goes five, what are we gonna do? If he goes six, what do we do? If he goes seven, what do we do? No. If he goes eight, what do we no, do? No, I think you're right. Like, I think I mean nobody expected him to bring out Corbin to relieve. You know, nobody expected Schurz to only go five innings, and then you know Davey had to think on his feet, and he brought out Corbin, and he you know saved us in that inning. Corbin pitched a you know a scoreless inning, but. He blew him. It didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me to see Corbin. They have brought out Max and Strauss to do relieving in the earlier rounds of the playoffs. They had. Why not do Corbin? Yeah. Of course. He's one of our we only have a handful of dusty. Well that's the arms. thing. He's totally trying to avoid the bullpen as much as possible. You can see it. The only guys yeah, he trusts course. are Hudson and Doolittle, and then to a lesser extent Rainey. And then Rainey really fucked up that one time and then he the second day he was okay. But um, you know, and that's the way Rainey is. He's just hot and cold, you know, flip a coin. Uh Well, our star pitchers, quote unquote star pitchers. Yeah. We're having really, I mean, the, the last two games that we saw of Strauss and Scherz were some of the most painful things I've ever seen them pitch. I mean, they were like miserable out there. Both they, of they them. They weren't at their you best, but they ground tell. through it. They suffered through it. They got it. You know, the, I know the they mark do, of a great but pitcher. It was like, but watching it. But watching it was like watching a horror show. I mean, it was just like. <laughs> No, it's it was, true. It was scary. It's true. It's like you're watching like, like the best guy have his worst day. And then even his worst day is still a pretty good day <laughs> on, on general expectations, right? Well, yeah. And the thing is they're under, you know, it's the World Series. So they're under unprecedented pressure. Both yeah. Scherz and Strauss had never pitched in a World Series before. No, I'm pretty I mean, sure. nobody... I don't think anybody in the whole effing team had ever been in a World Series before. Mike Rizzo, <laughs> I, when he was a, a Diamondback Suzuki, manager, was in a World Series. I he said 16 Suzuki. years ago. Yeah, most of them have never been in the World Series. So, yeah, they're like flipping the fuck out. But the Astros, who have been to the World Series. I know, it's just couple- like fucking like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to the World Series. Of course we're going to the fucking World Series. Call my limo, honey. But those two starters, yeah. I mean, they gave us the two oh, yeah. best pitchers in the American League in the first two games, Cole and Verlander, and they lost. They won the World Series in 2017. They almost got to the one World Series last year, and we beat them. 
that was the best they have. Now, I don't know who's coming in on game three. I don't know. Like you say, neither of us know enough about the Astros to know what's going on with those guys because they're not in our league. We never play them. But those were their two best guys. They were the best guys in the American League. And even though, like you say, Schurz and Strauss sweated it out and were not having their best days, they still beat them. I would argue that our offense, offense beat yeah. them. No, 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 that's true. Yeah, I mean, well, at least the second the day. Offense. At least I mean, the second day. I mean, twelve three. That was just yeah. amazing. That was like, I mean, I when he walked away, when Verlander walked away at the in the middle of the seventh inning after giving up, well, I don't know what eight runs or something like that. It was like that yeah, must have been major it, humiliation. It and then they, we were into their bullpen, no, and that's when we started. I'm sure he's winning. embarrassed. Verlander's like a long, he's an old timer. You know? He's a, yeah, he's like Scherz, he's 36. Okay, I want to talk about the Davey interview. Okay, go ahead, please. I'd love it. Davey comes out, mm-hmm. and he's so much more, again, compared to Strauss, practically anyone would look like. The most charming person you ever met, but Davy, <laughs> Davy has. Uh, I couldn't think of a person, so I just had to. Davy was noticeably more relaxed than I have ever seen him before. Like he's clearly, if the rest of the team is more confident because of them doing it well these days, Davy is is definitely a beneficiary of that as well. Or it's the heart kind of, Or it's the heart mitts. Or a combination. Yeah, it could have been his his near death experience. I don't know what it is. He's got a lot going on in his life, yep. obviously. Yep. But he he was like, you know, they're asking him, how did you make these players believe that it wasn't over? You know, that they could still get here. And these guys never they never came, gave up. They never pointed fingers, and that was the biggest thing. I told them, I said, hey, if we keep this amongst ourselves mm-hmm. and keep it in the in the clubhouse. This is going to be. This is going to be special, and it's. This is about us. Don't worry about what's going on around. Don't listen to the hoopla. You know, I'm. You know, I'm not going to get fired. You know, regardless of what people think, I'm not getting fired. You know, so let's keep playing. You know, you. They was going after you. They're going after me though. Let me tell the players that. But when I went home, I was like, man, I might, I might come back tomorrow. And then he said, when he would go home he would think that he really was getting fired, but he would just say that to them, um, for their benefit. Yeah, he won't be he won't be fired. No, I don't this think year. so. <laughs> Not this time around. Maybe no. next year. I don't know. Even if, if they lose the World Series, maybe Ted Lerner will fire him. Who knows? Uh, those guys got I don't think spot. he would get fired. I don't think he would get fired. I doubt it. Season. I doubt it. I mean, because, you know, all these games, the NLDS, the CS, the World they made twice the money that they thought they were going to make. I mean, they were having a bad season. Bryce left. They couldn't even put 20,000 people in the stadium on a Sunday afternoon, you know, which was like 10,000 less than normal, you know, since 2012. And... You know, now they've just, I mean, they've just made so much money. I, you know, this in the past four weeks, I, I, I think the guy needs a big bonus because he only makes 900,000 bucks a year. He's the lowest paid guy in the whole fucking team. I'd say give him a bonus check. Anything else you would like to discuss? 
What do you think's gonna happen? You think we're gonna win? This has got to be at least a five game or a six game series. I just can't believe that we've demoralized them so much that they're gonna let us sweep them. They're just too good. <laughs> they've just got too many good guys. I can't believe they're letting us sweep them. You know, so I think it's gonna I be think a fight. That, I know, but we. We lost. We're in the World Series right now. We've won our last like eight games, and we had a horrible time in May. The same team, pretty much. Okay. Well, I was going to tell you in the entire history of baseball, which is 165 years, if somebody won the first two games of the World Series, yeah, they win the thing. 10 they out win. Of 13. Except for there was only three exceptions. In 165 yeah. years. So it would be so rare for us to fuck this up. But it's possible. Obviously it's possible. I don't I don't think we will. I think we'll win. I think it's pretty clear that we'll win. I don't know if we'll sweep them. It'd be cool if we did. I think we we definitely have a chance to sweep them because we like could. I said We're on home turf. We're going to our stadium. In either way, it's gonna be a lot of drama, isn't it? We've never got oh, yeah. this far. Never, never, never. Oh my god. Okay, well, thank you for taking the time to do this. I know it was inconvenient. I really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to get this out to people tomorrow before the game. And just a reminder, you can find all episodes of this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podstation, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, and virtually all your favorite pod players. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seats DC. See you soon, everybody, from the Cheap Seats. Oh, yeah. Take me.